Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio, where we bring you investment strategies that you are not hearing elsewhere. You can contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com and go to our website to hear podcasts of any of our shows and interviews, strategicinvestorradio.com. I'm Charlie Wright. Today's July 17th, 2015. We have the honor and privilege of talking with Dario Michalik of Vision Capital Management. He speaks to us from their headquarters, Salt Lake City, Utah. Dario, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Uh, Thanks, Charlie. Glad to be here. So, Dario, uh, you are a commodities trading firm, a CTA. Give us some of your background and the background of your firm. Well, what got me interested in the markets um, was that back in 1998, a friend of mine who I worked with at the time kept telling me about his, uh, his dad and how he was making a killing in the stock market trading options. Uh, in fact, uh, my friend could log into his dad's trading account from our work computer, and we would watch as his dad turn half a million into three million in, in less than two years. Uh, sometimes making what seemed like an easy fifty to hundred thousand from one day to the next. So, as you can imagine, uh, this of course got my attention. And in the summer of 1999, I started working for a proprietary trading firm helping them in the development of trading strategies. For me, I I was quickly drawn to the charts and instinctively felt that price itself was the only thing um, I really needed in order to make buying and selling decisions. So for the past 16 years, my primary focus has been in market behavioral analysis. And I'm sure you found uh, once 2000, uh, once March of 2000 hit and the market took a dive over the next uh, couple of years, uh, things were much more challenging than they had been in 98 and 99, I presume. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, the first three, four years from 1998 to 2002, as I started learning and trading was, you know, without a doubt, a very interesting period in, in the history of the markets. Um, And, of course, uh, for most, uh, the bear market during those years was devastating. Uh, There were too many casualties to count, including uh, my friend's dad, who continued buying calls on Internet stocks all the way down, uh, eventually losing everything. Oh, sad story, sad story. But you learned from that, okay. And what, uh, what, what are the markets that you eventually came to specialize in? Well, there were definitely many lessons to be learned from those experiences, um, you know, and I always consider myself a student of the market. Um, I started trading options, uh, and then I shifted uh, trading equities, and then 
uh, in 2002, um, I was hired uh, to oversee a financial newsletter where I provided retail and, and institutional investors uh, with S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100 stock recommendations. But it was also around this time that I started looking at trading futures instead of equities. And for the next three, four years, um, I worked on developing a systematic trend-following strategy. Uh, then in 2005, I started Vision Capital Management. Okay, so uh, so what markets have you focused on? The commodities markets or uh, international markets or currencies or U.S. equities? Uh, which ones do, do, do you really like? All of the above. We're... I believe in, um, you know, diversification, and so I, I try to go to extremes when it comes to, to diversification. We, I trade all of those markets you mentioned. I trade domestic and international markets. I trade some exotic markets. Uh, for example, my biggest trade in 2007 was sunflower seeds in South Africa. That's certainly exotic. Yeah, yeah. We also trade uh, Tokyo rubber. And the uh, Tocom, uh, Tocom exchange. So, I you know I I'm, I fully believe in diversification. I think it's a way to <clears throat> minimize risk in the marketplace, and it's something that I've you know studied extensively since 2002. Okay, so when you're talking about diversification, so um, you, you, a portfolio that, that you would invest would consist of a couple dozen positions or a dozen or three dozen, about how many? We follow a multi-strategy approach to the markets, uh, and this is applied across a highly diversified uh, global portfolio of 60-plus uh, futures markets. So we have we I actually monitor over 100 futures markets, but actively uh, follow 60 uh, 60 plus uh, futures markets right now. Okay, and you have about how many positions at at, at a single time? Uh, anywhere from 10 to 20 positions at a time. And you hold those positions typically for hours, for days, for weeks, for months. Okay. The, the the primary strategies are pattern recognition and trend following. Uh, the trend following strategy, the average holding period for that strategy is 100 days. And for the pattern recognition strategy is 50 days. Okay. And, and for our listeners um, who may not completely understand, define for us markets. You say you, you follow 100 markets. Uh, well, what are some examples of markets? Sure. Well, in the futures markets, um, we have um, a variety of sectors that we can uh, that we gives us access to many different markets. Uh, for example, sugar, uh, corn, the gold markets, um, bond market, currency markets, and both in the U.S. and international exchanges. So there's a, a total of about eight different sectors that um, that we focus on. Um, in the financial uh, financial sectors, we have equity indices, we have the bond markets, uh, and currencies. In the commodity sectors, we have um, metals, we have the energy markets, uh, we have all the grain complexes, um, soft markets like sugar, coffee, uh, orange juice. Uh, 
Uh, and we also trade in uh, the meat market. So we're also in cattle, uh, lean hogs, those kind of markets. Okay. And you are in the, the futures markets, correct? That is correct. Okay. And are you using leverage? By nature, the futures contract is a leverage instrument. Okay, but, but, but you can use more and or less leverage, correct? Right. We typically have about um, uh, 10 to 20% of, uh, of the account uh, in margin. Okay. So, uh, you know, there, there, there are two ways, typically, uh, as, as we know, to, uh, to invest in the kinds of strategies that you're talking about. One way is for risk mitigation to protect against the downside okay and to offer not only diversification but in when markets go down that there's some hedging of some type and the other one is for return enhancement where the returns are potentially juiced based upon uh, you know how, how aggressive we have become so which of those two do you like to focus on in your investments well, I would say you know, we, we want to take advantage of directional moves, so we position you know, our trades for, for that. Um, and um, so I would say we're moderately aggressive in our approach and how we, we take advantage of uh, the markets. Okay. And then tell us, why should an investor, Dario, be interested in these more unknown and even, like you say, exotic markets, why should they be interested in investing there when they can invest in Apple and Google and other investments close to home that they understand? Well, I think that, you know, being flexible and, and keeping an open mind to non-traditional asset, an asset class such as managed futures uh, can be a very positive thing for most investors, uh, especially in the current market environment where we have you know, a stock market who, that has gone up for six years straight, uh, managed futures can help in generating returns that are not correlated, that are not dependent on the stock market to continue to move up. And that's, that's what we try to provide for our investors by being diversified in the markets we trade and by being able to take advantage of downtrends as well as uptrends. So, you know, I, I recommend investors uh, keeping an open mind to the benefits of managed futures and look to allocate a percentage of their portfolio to their asset, to this asset class uh, and be able to uh, create a greater level of diversification with their investments this way. Okay. And so you can be both, you can be either long or short in your trades, correct? That is correct, yeah. For example, um, you know, last year, uh, you know, many of the commodities had, you know, very significant drops. Probably one of the biggest ones was crude oil. Uh, the, the second half of 2014, we saw crude oil lose 50%. Yeah, well, we're, all, we're all very aware of that. Here. <laughs> yes. So that provided some, some very good opportunities um, to be able to capitalize on that trend. And so... Uh, we were able to, to sell that market um, in uh, July and, uh, you know, benefit from that move um, for most of that move um, all, the, all the way down. Okay. And, and as, as we all know, the, there are great benefits, uh, potential benefits being from uh, being able to be short, which, again, is being profitable when prices fall. 
Uh, however, uh, th- there are also risks in doing that. Uh, about what percentage of the time would you say you are long, and what percentage of the time are you short in your positions? Well, I would, you know, I would say obviously depends on the environment. But if we go back, you know, ten years or, or longer, I would say a third of the time uh, we're probably short. A third of the time we're we're long, and a third of the time we're flat. I see. Okay. And what what kind of market conditions do you really look for? What kind of market conditions are really beneficial for you? Uh, we, you know, we're basically uh, directional traders, so we're looking for trends. Um, so. You know, we're looking for strong trends. Um, you know, a, a perfect year would be um, a year like last year or 2008, 2007. Uh, years that, you know, we had a lot of volatility. We had a lot of market movement. And, you know, that's that's the ideal situation. Of course, by being diversified in, in the time frames that we're trading and the strategies that we use, pattern recognition and trend following uh, that allows us to capitalize on a greater range of opportunities uh, and also to do a better job in navigating through difficult market environments compared to a single strategy approach yeah no no question about it uh, and uh, as, as we all know uh, we, we've heard the saying the only thing to go up in a bear market is correlation so you can you, you, you right. can have you, you can have broad diversification of returns in a bull market, but when things go down, they go down with just about everything. And right. so what you're talking about is if uh, we have a bear market in the U.S. stock market or China or the euro or, or other places, you can actually invest to benefit from that, and you're not beholden to rising markets to create profitability correct exactly yeah we don't we don't just buy and hope you know yeah right um, gotcha because uh the, the markets are going to do what they're going to do and sometimes they're going up sometimes they're going down and so we want to be more flexible in the approach um and so being able to also uh benefit from a a, a market downtrend and adds to to what we're doing and it creates uh, greater value for our clients Uh, but you know you have to be very disciplined Uh, not all market environments are ideal for for these types of strategies and so you have to stay very disciplined control risk at all times Um, and then when those opportunities do come you know uh, take advantage of them and maximize uh, those those trends yeah now I would think uh Dario, that the worst market condition for you would be a choppy flat market. That is correct. Yeah, when there's a trendless environment, um, when there's not a lot of conviction either way, you know, we're going to get a lot of uh, false signals. um, And so we're going to have a greater number of losing trades. And um, but we also uh, try to, um, during those times, minimize our exposure and, um, you know, stay flat in, in a lot of those markets and just wait for uh, those trends to develop. 
Well, and one benefit that you certainly have is the fact that you are in so many markets, they're not all trending, they're not all flat at the same time, or choppy at the same time, and and so you have the opportunity of finding those that appear to be in trends. Uh, We need to stop right there for just a minute here, Dario, and take a break. We're talking with Dario Michalek of Vision Capital Management, and you're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio, and we'll be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. All right, back to Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. Again, we're talking with Dario Michalek of Vision Capital Management out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, Dario, it, it, it sounds like in your commodities training, uh, trading practice, uh, CTA type of trading, basically you can be long or short in so many different markets. What you are basically doing or trying to do is reduce, if not eliminate, market risk. Because it doesn't matter whether a market is going up or down. And for most investors, that's their biggest risk, is market risk, that the market moves, the, uh, the market falls. However, what you have created is manager risk. You've created a risk of your being able to accurately gauge uh, where a particular market is going to go. So... How how do you create a comfort level and confidence in in people you're working with, uh, potential clients, to give them comfort in your ability to effectively do handle this management risk? Well, I mean, I think that if I were to sit down with a potential uh, client, a potential investor, you know, we would talk about um, exactly you know what we do in detail. The what I would say that um, that I bring to the table uh, and what my strength is in all this um, is my extensive experience, knowledge, and research in the area of market behavioral analysis. So this is a big one because I believe that this gives us a huge advantage in how we look at the markets and how we perform our research process and strategy development. And in the end, being able to create strategies that will stand the test of time. You know, most managers don't have this background and level of expertise, and many just fail to create strategies that uh, work long term. So, I feel very confident in, you know, in all the work that I've done up to this point in being able to better understand the markets, and, you know, how they behave and how our strategies can capitalize. On that behavior, 
Okay, um, so so Dario, uh, for for our listeners who may not fully understand what behavior analysis is, so I presume that what you're talking about is charting. You're looking at charts and you're looking at indicators such as moving averages, MACD, different indicators like that. Well, in our particular case, not so much indicators. For me, it's just more the, just the study of, of price, you know, just the naked price of the chart, uh, where we look to identify repeating patterns in market participant psychology. So are you uh, talking about like head and shoulders kinds of patterns? Is that, is that the type of thing you're talking about? Right. Those are more traditional type patterns, um, but we look for more hidden patterns that are out there. These are um, patterns and, and things that we've observed in markets that are unique to our research. Um, but, you know, the markets are really nothing more than an extension of human emotion. They are. That's correct. Yeah, by better understanding crowd behavior, we can find and exploit opportunities. Uh, and, and, you know, our job is to create a small edge uh, by developing strategies that capitalize on these mistakes that often are, are made by investors and traders alike. Okay, so so how would you define briefly your uniqueness in the marketplace among traders? Well, again, I, I mean, I think that um, a lot of it has to do with my extensive um, experience and research in, 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 in price analysis. Um, I think that our, our, our approach is very unique to the markets. We're creating uh, returns that are, you know, very unique. Um, that we generate for our clients, and, and these returns add value uh, to to their their overall portfolio, uh, traditional investments. Okay, and if people want to, uh, those people who would like to learn more, uh, how can they find out additional information? Well, the, probably the best way is just to go to our website, uh, visioncapitalmanagement.com. And uh, that, that, that I, I've been to the website. Uh, it, it's excellent. It doesn't really provide a history of your portfolio returns or anything like that. How would somebody be able to obtain that? Yeah, they can just go to our contact page and just request more information, and we would be happy to send them a fact sheet or presentation um, or, you know, have a, a call and, and go into more detail about everything that we do and how we can help their their portfolio. Okay. So tell us, uh, Dario, what keeps you awake at night? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, yeah, probably the, the biggest thing for me would be a situation like 9-11 type event uh, where things can get a little crazy. Uh, but at the same time, I, I'm always thinking about things like that, and I try to approach the markets and limit risk based on these unexpected and sometimes very unpleasant events. So doing analysis on worst-case scenarios and situations where risk is greatly increased in a very short period of time is a big part of our strategy development and uh, risk management process. Um, and you really have to try and visualize these black swans and how that would affect the strategy and risk. But yeah. having fear for the market is healthy. It, it is. It humble. is. Yeah. And, and we hope that. Yeah. We, and we hope that uh, you certainly have many uh, uh, quiet nights in the future here, because none of us <laughs> will, will want to see you or, or any of the rest of us nervous. Uh, well, I mean, I think that the, the the key there is just to kind of anticipate those types of events. 
Yes. And then be prepared for worst case scenarios. Yeah. And that, that 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 sounds easier than than it is to do, as we all uh, know. What book on investing would you recommend to our listeners here, Dario? You know, I, I think if I could only recommend one book, it would have to be Reminiscence of a Stock Operator. Um, I think that in that book we get a very complete understanding of market behavior and, and crowd psychology. And I can't think of you know, too many other more important aspects of investing and trading than that. Okay, and who is that book by? Uh, Edwin, uh, the last name is L-E-F-E-V-R-E. I'm not sure how Lefevre. to pronounce that. Lefevre here. Okay. okay. Uh, we have not that, had that one recommended before, so, so thank you very much for recommending that. Sure. So uh, give us one more time uh, before we close your website here, Dario. It's uh, visioncapitalmanagement.com. Okay. And any final words for our listeners uh, here about uh, commodities trading, the way that you do it, and the kind of services that you offer? Well, again, I think that this is a, a great time to, to be open to non-traditional type strategies. Um, I think that we do a, a good job of providing uh, investors um, with some unique returns that are not correlated to traditional type investments such as stocks, bonds, and real estate. Um, and, you know, we don't predict the market. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or next month or next year. Um, but I, I do sense, you know, greater risk right now in, in the market uh, in a lot of the traditional type investments than, say, in 2009. And you're not alone there, believe me. Uh, most every uh, interview that we have, people are very skeptical about the opportunities of the U.S. stock market moving forward here. Exactly. So this is a good time to explore, uh, you know, other uh, possibilities and other types of strategies that can add value to, you know, a portfolio. Well, Dario, thank you very much, and thank you for joining us today and for your insights and comments. And you're we welcome. wish you. Uh, you know, all the success in the world and moving forward and growing and protecting your clients' assets. We've been Thank talking with we've been talking with Dario Michelek of Vision Capital Management, Salt Lake City, Utah. You can contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com and you can go to our website to hear podcasts of any of our shows and interviews, Strategic Investor Radio. Dot com. This is Charlie Wright. Thank you for joining us today, and we wish you an, a, a great week and productive investing. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of Partner Vest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. Partner Vest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security.